Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And you're You're about about to get get jumped. jumped. Welcome to episode 125 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to. But you should still totally watch the anime. This week on Get Jumped, we're watching Hunter x Hunter episodes 127 through 131, where ants feed themselves to their king, Killua makes a lightning circle, and being really angry makes your hair grow long. And sometimes you'll get a number that is just at the end of whatever you've reached. And I'm not talking about ages, guys. I'm talking about a number where your hair is going to grow a little bit longer as you become more powerful. And don't freak out if your hair color starts to change. It might go white. It might go yellow. It might go green or purple. We don't know. Sometimes you grow red hair outside of your entire body. Sometimes you use all of your life force in in order to turn into an older version of yourself, and then basically your body collapses in on itself. I don't know what's going to happen, but you'll see. Maybe that last (laughs) one. (laughs) Let's jump in. Hey everybody! Oh god, uh, we are back this week with uh, really the winding down of Hunter X Hunter. Um, we're getting to the end of the Chimera and Arc, and uh, we're getting to the the nitty gritty of it all, you guys. <laughs> uh, I'm so self conscious about our Hunter X Hunter coverage rate lately. Like usually, we like the shows that we watch. Uh, and aside from some people who listen to our Naruto coverage, everybody is uh, completely fine with us, you know, lightly critiquing those shows. Um, the major exception being uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which we tore into with Vicious Abandon. And I thought that was pretty funny and fun. And I think a lot of listeners did too. And Hunter x Hunter is this you know, beloved series and this anime is so highly regarded and many, many fans of the anime think that this is the best arc and neither Spencer nor I are those people. And it's, it's just hard to get through. Give me greed Island or give me death. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, (sighs) give me greed islands. I would only like, greed island from yeah. now on if if this was if this was an anime that was just like one of those kids get thrown into a video game anime and it was just greed island for the rest of the show i would be down for that yeah i think i definitely am a little bit of like shonen battle anime trash so uh, like i really 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 like the way that anime like your shonen battle anime do powers and use those powers in fighting conflicts and hunter x hunter is kind of one of those shows but it also kind of isn't and as i've mentioned many times before it frequently indicates or seems to build up to a fight that it then does not have and the chimera ants arc is this weird amalgam of that where like sometimes they do have the fight, but I still find them largely unsatisfying and sometimes they don't. And the end of the, we're in the climax of the arc now. Like I would say 
that the fight that we covered last time between Meroem and Netero and the fight that we're covering today between Gon and Pitu are the two climaxes. Yeah. And you have the you have like the the denouement afterwards, a but long, I mean really a lot of denouement. I think we have two of our episodes worth of denouement. Yeah, this this might be one of those times where we're just going to splice some stuff together and do a super episode over the last of this. I don't know how we're going to do it, but um, uh, we have some it. strong opinions coming up. Um, anyways, uh, first and foremost, though, before we jump into that, uh, we have three quick announcements. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we are mentioning on here on the episode that the next show that we are going to be covering is going to be Kill a Kill. If you haven't seen that on our Twitter account, uh, get excited because there is about to be some fan servicey goodness. Um, there's going to be people fighting over clothes and also clothes being weird and also swords made of scissors. Uh, Blake doesn't know what's happening what here, and I'm super excited. <laughs> Can we just clip the audio of you saying that and put that at the beginning of next week's episode so I don't have to write three things? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. There's no way to do that. We would have to find a different technology sort of in order time to do machine. this. <laughs> if uh, only this desk were a time desk. <laughs> I was just gonna. Yeah. You know, well, Spencer, you know what? Maybe we could hack our way through time. <laughs> Oh my god oh my god uh, now i just want to watch that i i've just oh man yeah so okay i don't want this all to be doom and gloom we're gonna cover these episodes but i was i was typing i was finishing up the notes while spencer and i were chatting before we recorded and one thing that i noted it, we're covering five episodes today right One twenty-seven, eight, nine, zero, one. So yeah, five, five episodes from 127 to 131. And I was looking at these and typing up notes and I was like, there are two plot points that happened, maybe three in five episodes. And they just, yeah. I don't know how much we're going to have to say. Um, we'll definitely talk about this fight at the end, but I, I, I feel like I put myself out there in a way that a lot of people are going to disagree with last time by admitting that the Meroem and Netero fight is cool, but doesn't manage to do it for me. Like it's cool, but uh, it, it's not what I want. And it's just, uh, it's highly regarded. And I know Spencer, you like it more than I do, but I just felt like it just didn't, it wasn't narratively satisfying for me and it wasn't battle anime satisfying for me. And it just, it was sitting in some sort of like weird middle space. And today we have one of the most well-known moments in this show. And it is memed to the point that some people who don't realize it's from this show probably will recognize it if there's, you know, if they see a meme of it. And I don't have positive feelings today either. <laughs> and I just, yeah, man. I'm afraid that we're going to alienate all, all of the Hunter x Hunter listeners that have stuck with us this far and they will leave. And I don't want that to happen, <laughs> but it, this was well, such a struggle today. <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay. So let's go to the other things. We'll talk about Hunter x Hunter here in just a minute. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any general anime nonsense for myself. 
Okay. So the other two things that I wanted to mention, uh, the next one is going to be that uh, we have a new piece of YouTube content that is going to be coming out. It is completely different from us just doing our random BS. Um, uh, if you uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll be able to see it. If not, uh, you can look up Anime Battle Blog. Um, it is going to be uh, from myself. Um, I am going to be doing a, uh, a breakdown of anime fights that we have covered inside of the podcast um kind of like a a blow by blow through it and each episode is around 15 minutes so it's not going to take up too much of your time um and i am looking to release more of these coming up so that we have some new interesting things coming out for you if you're in youtube land what is the youtube channel that that's going out on it's going to be going out on um our our channel we have a channel the Blake and Spencer get jumped. Okay. Cause we actually have a couple of channels. <laughs> well, well the channel that we are doing now is Blake and Spencer get jumped for Blake and Spencer get jumped. Okay. Um, that's, that's what, um, our, our two live episodes are on. Um, I've also put some, you know, uh, a couple of our first episodes. I just turned them into, you know, random YouTube videos. Um, there's also some some cool interviews that we've been able to do. One with uh, a Robotech board game that we when we were at Anime Central. Um, another one with a fantastic artist named Cloverkin that we met there. Um, so there's there's some cool content on there if you're interested in checking it out. Um, Wasn't the person so, who did our new artwork related in some way to Cloverkin? Oh yeah, so that that is one of the reasons that that I chose this person that we we worked with um because there is a relationship with there and uh you should definitely check out their artwork. Um so the last piece of uh stuff that I wanted to just plug real quick and I I I swear to god I'm I'm trying my best not to NPR it. Um but <laughs> we we are doing our best to um, to push up and get more people to uh, check out the show. Um, the easiest way for us to do that is to get reviews on iTunes. Um, and if you could try to help us get to our goal of 50 reviews, um, that would be fantastic. It costs you literally nothing but a little bit of time in order to do it. You don't even have to write anything um, as long as you just, you know, leave as many stars as you feel. Um, this is also not one of those things where I'm like, you know, you have to leave a great review because at the end of the day, it's okay. Um, you feel what you feel. Um, we just, you know, want to, want to try to get up there. So more people pay attention to it. We had a huge milestone this last week where we hit 50,000 downloads total for the podcast, which is, you know, some podcasts get that in, in an episode, but we're (laughs) small. (laughs) Yeah. You mentioned NPR earlier. They're, I don't think they're yeah. lacking for podcast listeners, but uh, it's been a little bit harder for us. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, we're, we're not for everybody. But at the same time, like, I think, I think you know, uh, a lot of people really like the show. And uh, I think a lot of the reason why um, we don't have more listeners is uh, a lot of the reason is just because a lot of people don't know that we exist. Um, yeah, and, and that's, I've, it's a question I've been told of... Recently, <laughs> I've been told recently that one of the reasons that we're probably not showing up for everybody is that we don't have the word anime at the very beginning of our podcast name. So people have difficulty knowing that it's an anime podcast. We, okay. (laughs) This is actually because we used to, when we first listed, we were Blake and Spencer get jumped. And in the description, we talked about anime. And then you, 
you, you know, you go down the SEO rabbit hole every once in a while, which if you don't know, SEO is search engine optimization, which is the, the technical term for making your shit as findable as possible to the people who are trying to find your shit. So yeah. you were like, we need to have anime in the title of our show. So we changed it to Blake and Spencer get jumped an anime podcast, <laughs> which I was not a fan of. I'm fine with it now. Cause it's been that way for a long time. But I think that's stupid, uh, and I've I have come to be okay with it. Uh, but like, it's just for SEO. Sometimes you have to jump through hoops, and that's a stupid hoop. But the the reviews is another hoop, and it's one that we can't jump through by ourselves. I guess we yes. could, but it would be really dishonest to like make. Yeah, it's you know just, what are we? Well, we just, need like fifteen reviews or something to hit fifty. So like, <laughs> we could do that, but that would suck, and it would be completely dishonest. So. Uh, yeah, that's actually a really important thing and we can't do it by ourselves. So if you have thoughts on our show at all, even if it's just a star rating, please leave them. And of course, we would rather them be good reviews because we like to read good reviews and it makes us feel good about ourselves and what we're doing. And the the reviews that aren't as good make us feel bad and we stew about it for many hours and have long conversations with each other about them. And uh, I think Spencer and I both take those very hard, but that's okay. You, if those are your thoughts, <laughs> have those thoughts. Uh, this is the As choice Blake that we made. Goes so to that's, the corner to cry and yeah, well, uh, is what else super is upset about it. Um, <laughs> I, man, SEO is such stupid bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, it's it one makes of those, me so it's okay. So I've got I've got a new rabbit hole. Like I know that we're going off topic, but these wow. these episodes don't have a lot of content. So um <laughs> just really quickly, um I I recently got super addicted to watching a YouTube channel called Drew Gooden. Um he is like a YouTube personality and all he does is just like watch random YouTube crap and then give people crap about it. Um and one of the things that he one of the things that he covers in one of the episodes is these people that are posting just absolute complete clickbait nonsense with their the names of every single one of their episodes and the names of their channels just being as clickbaity as possible and he's like it's infuriating because they have like 34 million views yeah. and i'm just kind of like i'm just kind of like oh my god i just i know that i could be just as dishonest as possible and do this but i just don't want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try to walk that line between being realistic about like we added like the that example I gave, we added an anime podcast into the title because it was basically like there are people looking for an anime podcast and our show isn't coming up at all, despite mm. the fact that the description talks about anime and uses the word anime multiple times. And despite the fact that like each of our shows is an anime. So if you're looking for them by title, you know, theoretically you would show up, but it just doesn't work that way. It's also one of the reasons why we put the anime, uh, uh, the name of the anime in brackets in each of our episode titles, because mm -hmm. if you don't do that, then people that are searching for Naruto aren't going to find it, even though we have many, many episodes about Naruto. Uh, yeah. And so it's, it's a necessary evil, but it, you know, we still, haven't changed the name of our show. We just added basically a subtitle 
so that people would understand that it was an anime podcast and apparently <laughs> they're still failing at that but the you know we no it has worked better since then it's just, yeah it's definitely it's turned just, around but uh there you know i mean some people can't be helped <laughs> it just i, I it just uh, okay i'm done i'm done i'm done opening up the sausage for you guys don't don't okay. look into the side of the sausage <laughs> we have uh, another thing coming up that i think we should mention now which is that virtual convention yes. Oh yeah, this uh, is this I'm is so a excited. super exciting thing. Um, so we uh, we got a a fantastic. Uh, uh, I well, I, I decided to see what was going on inside of the the universe of cons because if you don't know, we were supposed to be um, at Anime Central this year. Um, we got invited back to be at Anime Central. To be a Kumori Con this year too. <sighs> Um, so we got invited back to, to both of these cons. Um, we were very, very excited to be a part of each one of them. Um, and because of Corona COVID, they had to, you know, push their cons to next year. Um, that sucks. Um, but at the same time, the, a lot of these people still need, you know, maybe not a revenue source, but People need to have a community that they can connect with. Um, and sometimes the best way to do that is to continue doing cons online. Um, so I decided to reach out to a couple of them to see if any of them are interested in having us inside of a panel. Um, we heard back um, from one of the cons that was interested in us. Um, that is Anime Iowa. Um, and so we are going to be doing a um, panel uh, and anime Iowa, um, coming up in just a couple of weeks. It's going to be on, um, August the 1st. Yeah. So um, it's, at, it's, a well, it's right after our next episode comes out actually. Yeah. And so, on the same um, day as our Patreon only episode about bleach. Ooh. So you get a lot, lot of, of stuff happening on that day. Um, so it's, it's, it's really exciting to be a part of a digital convention. Um, it's really exciting that we're going to be able to do a live digital convention. (sighs) Jesus. Um, what was that you said? (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so, so mad at you. So anyways, we're watching Digimon the movie and I could not be more excited. I know he is, he is. He is so excited. <laughs> Blake it's, uh, is. It's the, Blake is so excited. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things from my childhood, and also it yeah. is actually great animation. So there's that will be fun and enjoyable no matter what. Yeah. So so Blake is Blake is uh Blake is really pumped. I'm really pumped. Um, we're we're excited to be a part of these things. And yeah, Spencer uh, is glad to be invited and involved. And I am glad to be watching Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, like I, I, I just, I just love it so much to be, uh, to be a part of these conventions. I, I, I've, when I was, when I was like growing up and being interested in anime i i didn't find a lot of conventions inside of my area um i grew up in memphis tennessee and there are not 
not a lot of conventions that are very close to Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I'm I'm certain that there are way more of them now. But when I was uh, an awkward teenager looking for things um, that were outside of my random little anime theater world, I didn't find them. And I think cons are just a really wonderful place for people to meet other like-minded weird people. Um, and yeah. I I really... I really enjoy that there is this like, you know, badge of pride that a lot of people wear by going to cons and, you know, going and meeting these people. Every time that we've been able to go to a con so far, um, we've been able to meet just fantastic people, not only um, meeting these, you know, the guests that are going to be interviewed by us, but also the amazing cosplayers that just put so much time and effort into this. Um, and I, I think that there, there is just a, there is a big hole missing inside of the anime viewership universe right now. And that is all of the cons that are the victims of this pandemic. It's just, uh, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of stuff that's not going on, uh, that are, you know, big deals in our lives. Obviously. I mean, you know one that stands out to me is that, you know, pride was canceled and that's obviously a huge annual celebration for the LGBT community and people that, you know, want to celebrate with that community. But uh, for us in the anime fandom, the loss of conventions is pretty rough because it lets people get together. It lets people, you know, share their, uh, their nerddom and their enthusiasm about this medium in a way that they, you know, are unlikely to be able to do on a daily basis. And, it's a bummer. I'm really looking forward to being able to go to a physical convention again sometime. Um, I was going to say sometime soon, but that's unrealistic. So <laughs> sometime, but yeah, yeah, the virtual convention is, uh, it's pretty sweet. It's a, it's a good alternative. Uh, also, uh, I don't want to move on from the virtual convention if you're not done with it, but there is another community thing that I want to point out. It's relatively new. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh we have a discord now oh yeah it is really awesome (laughs) it's super fun Uh, i'm able to make stupid digimon jokes there too and uh we have a couple of people i don't i don't know how many people because sometimes i ignore people's screen names when i'm reading (laughs) through chats uh it just becomes a blind spot for me it's not like a, an intentional thing but uh there are several people at least who are chit-chatting and the conversation is really interesting people are talking about shows they like there are several people on there that have already been like oh i love that you watch that show too or um or like oh that show sounds really cool and interesting and uh, spencer and i try to stay engaged with it too and pop in here and there um so yeah if you are uh, looking for community, our Discord is a good place to go. And uh, I believe that you can access Discord. There's an app. There's also, I think you could just go to like the website or something. So you don't have to download the app if you don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. And you just make a, make an account for yourself and then find our Discord. Uh, you don't it's have to It's on Twitter. Be... It's on, it's on uh, Reddit. Yeah, the did you did you put there. it on our Reddit page? Because I don't remember if I did or not. <laughs> yeah, I put an eternal link on Reddit and I put an eternal link on Twitter, so Good. um you can get through them forever. And yeah, and you don't have to be a patron. There's not like the only barrier to entry is being able to access Discord. And if you don't have Discord yet, all you have to do is make an account and go to Discord either through the app or through the 
uh, the web page and you can get yep. there. So like if so you come want that, it's a, it is an active community of people talking about anime right now. And uh, you can be part of that. And it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, my, my favorite things that I get to do inside of there is post a random anime fact of the day. And then I also post a dumb meme of the day. Um, so those also, are coming fresh off the, uh, fresh off the pages every day. Uh, some other people have posted dumb memes of the day too. And I was really excited when that happened because, uh, I wasn't expecting that and it was cool and the memes were funny, which was nice. Cause that's, you know, not always true with memes, but, uh, they were good. And then the people brought other good memes. And so if you have anime memes, that's another opportunity to come and be like, Hey, I thought this was funny. And maybe you will too. Yeah. Anyways, let's get into these episodes. Uh, We've been wasting so much time in order to keep from talking about them. Um, well also I'm trying to burn some of our time so that, you know, sometimes when I have to rant, uh, and we're running out of time at the end. I don't get to rant as long, and that's probably better for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, last whatever. thing, if you're not a patron, uh, we mentioned it offhanded, but uh, we're, our second episode of Bleach coverage is coming up. That's going to be released on the first of the month. It will cover episodes two through five. So if you haven't watched those yet, you can watch those and catch up to what we're going to cover. But if you're not a patron, you won't be able to listen to it. If you'd like to listen to it, you can become a patron. Uh, so go to our Patreon if you're interested in that. Okay. Cool. So let's talk about what happened previously on Hunter x Hunter. Hunter x Hunter stars a kid named Gone. He's 12-ish or so. He's generally optimistic, generally uh, energetic. Uh, that is not true in this arc. He's the opposite, but usually that's his character. Um, lately, he's been real sour and dour because uh, this guy that they met for like eight seconds was killed in front of him. And he's really upset about it for some fucking reason. This guy named Kite. Kite was cool. I was upset about it, too. But Jesus Christ, move on, kid. Uh, Kite is a former student of Gon's estranged father. I was going to say missing. He's not missing. He's just out there and hard to find. Uh, that's an intentional choice of his gone became what's called a hunter, which is basically a super explorer in order to connect with his father, because he figured his dad chose being a hunter over being a father. So being a hunter must be pretty sweet. Uh, gone ran into this dude named kite, uh, who has that connection to his father and formed some sort of instantaneous unfounded bond with him. Kite was then uh, unceremoniously offed in front of them and gone is not over it, you know, 50 episodes later. So that's what we're dealing with. Gone has made friends with a kid named Killua. Killua is like the opposite of gone. Killua grew up in a family of assassins. And so he's very quiet and very uh, calculating and kind of flighty. Um, they are both super strong, but uh, they have really opposite personalities. And Gon has helped to mellow out Killua and make him a little bit more of an optimistic person. Um, and Killua hasn't really changed Gon at all. <laughs> so uh, there are these villains called the Chimera Ants who are kind of a force of nature, but they're real dicks about it. Chimera Ants are literal ants, but they have this strange ability that when they consume another creature and then have offspring, that offspring can have the uh, the traits of the creatures that were consumed. So like if they consume a, uh, another insect that has wings, the next set of Chimera Ants might have wings. 
Bad news is that the chimera ants got a hold of some people and started eating them along with, you know, all of the other animals that could be found around. And so they have created a race of giant humanoid animals with ant body parts running around deciding to take over the world. They're also sentient, so they are uh, actively deciding to take over the world. And they have a king. This king's name is Meruem. He looks like Cell from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, He's kind of a super dick, but he has also mellowed out recently by making friends with a blind, snotty girl named Komugi. She's not snotty because she's stuck up. She's snotty because her nose won't stop running. She's also a game master of this game named Gungi, which I'm not sure is a real game, but is kind of like Go. Uh, Meruem and Komugi started playing Go together and became besties. Uh, Meruem has since then started to wonder if maybe people have value after all, and maybe it's not the best idea to completely genocide all of humanity. Uh, Meruem has these three royal guards. One is named Yupi, who's a big red chimeric guy. One is named Poof, who's a butterfly idiot. And one is named Pitu, who is a gender nonspecific cat person. Uh, Poof is very calculating. He doesn't trust anybody. He also does not like Komugi and wants to get rid of her because he thinks that the king is going soft and that that's not cool. Yupi is uh, sort of a hammer and everything around him as a nail, and he is trying to uh, clear a path for the king and protect him. Pito has these healing abilities that were used previously to sort of zombify the dead kite. Gon saw zombie kite and somehow did not immediately realize that it was a zombie and is under the wild uh, misunderstanding that kite is alive and can be revived. Pito has not disabused him of this notion for some reason. And so uh, now gone is trying to make Pito go with him to uh, heal kite. Um, And that's, that's, that's the history of this show. Great. Um, so that takes us into the episodes that we are going to be covering today. Um, so I debated with myself of just going through all of the episode names, but uh, different things happen in each one of these different episodes. Yeah. So we're going to do our, our normal breakdown of these. Um, they're just going to be happening a little bit faster because there is a lot of air inside of these episodes, um, just to say the least. Um, I, I will say, the- weirdly, the air that's there is more interesting than it has been. We've spoken at length of the problems that we have with this arc dragging things out interminably through the use of uh, like 60 or more percent narration in episodes, telling mm-hmm. us every single detail of every character's thought process and actions. Uh, that is largely absent from these episodes. Characters are still thinking to themselves, but they're doing it in their own voices and it's more interesting. Uh, it's just things right now are moving slowly. Um, so it's better than it was. I would say narratively speaking, it's a, it is a better storytelling technique and it is consequently more interesting, but the stuff that's happening isn't that interesting. So it's only better by a little. 
Yeah. Um, so the uh, first episode that we're going to be starting with is episode 127, Hostility X and X Determination. Um, this episode is all about Gon uh, deciding that it's time to beat the ever-living Christ out of P2. Um, and so uh, what's going to happen with that um, is that Gon is going to walk out, tell everybody that he needs to deal with this. Um, they need to take Kamugi and keep her hostage and uh, he's going to go settle everything with B2. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, he, so. <laughs> Komugi was injured, and Pito is using their abilities to heal her, but Pito was lying about how much time it was going to take, and Gon has either s- figured out or has unconsciously sensed that the healing is over and that Pito is basically spinning their wheels to buy some time. So he's he's like, let's go. And his plan is basically the one-two punch. He's going to take Pito to Kite and have Pito bring Kite back to life. Of course, Gon does not think that Kite is dead. For some reason, this has never made sense to me, even since the first time I've watched it. It's so obvious that he's dead. It doesn't make sense. I don't know why Gon can't see it. It's just, it's his optimism warped in a way. And that's interesting, but it doesn't work for me. But like... Uh, it's so frustrating. So his his step one is you're going to go with me to Kite and revive Kite. And then his step two, which I don't know that he's really said, but he wants revenge on Pito for what, what Pito did to Kite and uh, by extension to Gone. Um, so it's my understanding that he intends to fight Pito after Pito has revived Kite. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's the impression that I get. Um. Yeah. And um, then he has, yeah, his friends show up and they're like, hey, we can help you if you want. And he's like, no, uh, but I do want you to take Komugi as a hostage. This is another thing about the arc that's interesting but doesn't work for me, which is that the villains are increasingly shown in a way that you usually show protagonists. They are shown with sympathy and we get deep into their inner workings and their goals, whereas the heroes are shown usually in the way that you see villains which is to say that we usually just see what they're doing and the things that they're doing are usually pretty morally gray or worse. Uh, And this is a good example. Gone is usually super optimistic and uh, super does the right thing. He's willing to take risks, but pretty much never at the expense of someone else. Uh, And here he is completely deadpan and is asking his friends to hold an innocent bystander hostage as an emotional bargaining tool with someone he wants to take revenge on. He is almost completely villainous here, and it's hard to watch. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Yuppie and Poof are going to arrive at the uh, the place where the king has been destroyed by a bomb. Um, uh, oh, yeah. The king, the king should be dead. I, uh, okay. Yeah. I'm, it just looks like he is, he is completely murdered. <laughs> yeah. It, he was basically at the center of a nuclear bomb going off. And when they find him, first of all, they arrive and the area where he was is literally a like lava pit because of the bomb Hot that went off. Magma. <laughs> good good work. So so uh they Blake, are magma. <laughs> wow. Oh, God, it's 
late so, at night. Anyways, um, so they man, are. They're upset. gonna be like, okay. So what we need to do is we need to feed him our bodies. <laughs> well, they and, find him after thinking he's dead, and they he is like he is basically like burnt to a crisp. And it doesn't even look like Meron. Like, they pulled him up, and I was like, that, how did they know that's him? Like, it doesn't look <laughs> anything like him. <laughs> yeah, also, like, when when I was watching this, all I could think about is just, like, the, the many times when there's been different characters that are, are like, played inside of a comedic sense that are like, kill me! <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think is just, like, this is, this is what he would be saying if he could say it. Um, instead... <laughs> Instead, they're going to just, like, in, infuse him with themselves and turn into little tiny versions of themselves, which is just, I hate it's that so much. Weird. Okay, so this is this moves us into episode 128 as well. Correct. Um, this is uh, Unparalleled Joy X and uh, X Unconditional Love. Yeah, um, so they, you, uh, Poof is able to split his body into many smaller clones of himself. And so he feeds some of his clones to Meruem because they, they're holding up this horrible charred, you know, baby doll sized husk of what they have somehow correctly deduced is their King. And you know, baby doll sized husk. <laughs> it's gross and it moves. And so poof is like, well, I'll feed him some of my body. And then Meruem starts to perk up and that, and, Poof also has this moment where he's like, yeah, fuck you, uh, Yuppie. You can't feed him yourself. I'm the best. And then Yuppie immediately, Yuppie's whole thing is he's he is a chimera uh, and he's able to change his form and his abilities basically to meet the, the moment. And so he develops the ability to squeeze pus from his fingers and into the king's mouth and <laughs> so does that. I mean, it's yellow liquid coming out of his body. What am I supposed to think? There's two options. It's life essence. It's life essence. Flesh. Yeah, that's what, that's they what call it, it is. That's what the kids are calling it. They're giving him, he's just giving him a shower, a golden shower. Who doesn't <laughs> want a golden shower? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> they rain gold down upon him. It's a just, it, who wouldn't want one? Yeah, the, the, they shower golden liquid from their bodies into the Jesus king's Christ. mouth. <laughs> so, so Meruem like immediately turns from baby doll sized uh, barbecue version back to regular sized normal version that we've been seeing, and then <laughs> baby to baby doll barbecue size has to be the the name of this episode. <laughs> oh, but I already wrote down a golden shower, so. Blake, it's never going to be a golden shower. You have suggested this name before when we made a dumb joke about golden showers. We're not Why? doing it. I don't remember that. When was that? It's negative SEO, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I'm just oh, saying Meruem seems very presidential here. So, uh, so Meruem is back. He has also... Okay, this part... So he's basically they seem to indicate that he now has the powers of his subordinates because he's consumed parts of them, but he only shows off powers that Yuppie has. And in fairness, other than splitting himself into many smaller clones of himself, anything Poof can do, Yuppie can do better. Uh, 
he could do anything better than you, Pete. Oh, my poof. God. Poof. Oh, my God. Uh, so. Um, I knew it was coming, but I like, I, it's like, it's like you were standing out there and I could see the train coming, <laughs> but I couldn't push you out of the way fast enough. This is a foundation uh, foundational experience of our relationship. So what I was what I was going to do though was going to push you in front of a faster moving train on the other side, <laughs> just to end you this. far away from that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so marijuana has turned into a, I guess, more powerful or maybe just different powerful version of the marijuana we've always had, but now he has amnesia. Okay, and. Uh, Poof is and like, next week, when we join back in <laughs> on this, he's going to be marrying his sister, who's also his twin. Ah, but then Ooh. his twin is going to show up out of the blue and be like, that's not me. I'm me. And this wedding's off. And then we'll have to <laughs> slap him week. across the face. And they slap <laughs> each other across the face. Oh, my, oh God, my God. I have to talk you? about this really quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Did, are you about to talk about the fact that uh, they're bringing back soap operas? Yes. But because they can't kiss each other inside of that, they yes! have to kiss mannequins. Yes. Oh, my God. It's just my favorite I knew favorite you would thing. listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love this so much. It's unreal. I just... I just love it so much. It's yes, just, it's, it's just <laughs> my favorite. I, I want there to be a new genre of things where every makeout scene is just like obviously a mannequin they just cut away from. <laughs> yeah, so this is if you didn't listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, that's this is where Spencer and I both heard about this. So uh, they have started filming at least one soap opera again. And basically, they're pro- what they're probably doing is shooting it so that only one person is on camera at a time. And then whenever those people need to have some sort of romance scene, one of the people is replaced by a mannequin. And so these actors are having to like kiss this mannequin or like lay in bed with the mannequin. And I guess they're just shooting it so that you're like seeing the back of the mannequin's head and not much else. So, you know, you can theoretically not notice if the wig is good enough, but like, this is insane. And I definitely would prefer it if it just cut to, obviously making out with a mannequin like just the worst angle to hide this in any way yeah anyways uh, okay uh, the the end of this episode is going to be them showing off that mirror is back and that takes us into episode 129 formidable enemy x and x clear objective um this Oh god, this episode. Um, what you need to know, this is this was maybe my favorite episode of the the five. Uh what you need to know is that uh Poof has before he arrived where he was at the start of our coverage today, had left clones of himself in the city before going off with his main body to find the king. Those clones are now searching for Komugi because, again, he thinks that Komugi's presence has made the king soft. And now the king has amnesia. So if he could kill Komugi and dispose of her body, then maybe the king will never remember that he was starting to turn into a better person and will be the tyrant that they always dreamed of. So he's trying to do that but komugi is currently being held hostage by our nominal heroes and so he can't find her because they're moving and then they they i don't know they took komugi away but some of them stayed behind and they attack 
uh, poof, and then poof is like, shit, I have to find Komugi, and then Killua realizes that maybe they're not looking for the dude on their team that can make them invisible, and so he shows up with Komugi, and poof attacks him, and he's like, ah, so he wasn't looking for the invisible maker guy. And then poof tries to kill Komugi, and then Killua is awesome for like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's really all you really need to know about this episode. Yeah, but um, we should talk than, about the Killua part more. Okay, and we're not. Anyways. Um, no! So, Killua has lightning so, powers. It's awesome. He makes uh, a you shall not pass circle. Look, I get it. The other thing that's going to happen inside of this that is actually plot relevant other than just cool relevant. I hate you. Um, is that Mirwim is going to be like, uh, I have to take care of these crowds of people, but I feel like I'm forgetting something. And, you know, it's just like. Um, if it's not the born identity, I don't want to watch a story about amnesia. <laughs> maybe, maybe Memento. I haven't seen Memento. I've heard it's good. So maybe those two. Hold on, 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 hold on. There is a fantastic bunch of episodes that are Doctor Who, and I don't know if you've ever watched Doctor Who, but I love Doctor Who. And one of my favorite things on one of these episodes is that there are these alien monsters, and if you look at them, you remember, you 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 can see them, but once you look away from them, you forget that they exist. And it is one of my favorite, like, creepy things inside of any show ever. And that is a great way to deal with memory things, and I, I'm just going to throw out there that that is deal- cool as well. Dealing with memory things is fine. I think that's interesting. Characters developing amnesia randomly is where I have a little bit of a problem. Okay. Uh, because I'm reading uh, 1970s Marvel right now, so I get enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> yeah. Back when, back when they were just like, um, what? How is he flying? Magnets. How is he pushing <laughs> that car? Magnets. Magnets. How do we heal this person? Magnets. Magnets. How- also, <laughs> uh, just a side note. I don't know that I've mentioned this show on here, and I don't think this podcast is running anymore. But the Brothers Marvel is a very good Marvel podcast uh, that ran for a hundred or maybe a hundred and some change episodes. Again, I don't think they're doing it anymore. Those episodes are fairly recent, so it's possible they're just on an unplanned extended hiatus. But I was listening to episode 97 last night, and I laughed so hard I cried. They are very funny, and they have a vibe that I would like to think is similar to ours, where they are super jokey and sort of making fun of it. But I think they're more jokey than we are, and the jokes land... It's really good. If you're interested in early Marvel, I would highly, highly suggest the Brothers Marvel podcast. Yeah, and I mean, if you're wondering if our jokes land, they always don't. Um, (laughs) So uh, that takes us into our next episode, 130, Magic X to X Destroy. Um, This episode is about how Gon is mad. He's just (sighs) mad. And that takes us into episode 131. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. X and X light. Look, yeah. he's going to be upset and we're going to relive we- that upsetness inside of the next episode and just remember exactly why he was upset. Wait, this- wait, there's something in episode 130 we have to talk about, though, and it's a phone call. 
because no, this is refuse. so <laughs> fucking stupid. So for okay, plot Welfin, reasons. Welfin is going to make a phone call, you guys. Well, he's Do you doing remember a- Welfin? Do you remember yeah. Welfin? Wait a second, though. But it's shown you know, that this Poof very is the important one doing character, Welfin. Yeah, Welfin blows. He's a wolf dude. He's a coward. And he's currently crying about how cowardly he is when we see him briefly in this episode. And so Poof is going to send one of his clones to Welfin. And I guess Welfin is needed because Welfin knows how to operate a cell phone and Poof doesn't somehow. Uh <laughs> So, or maybe Welfin knows Pito's number and Pito never bothered to give their number to Poof. <laughs> that seems more likely. So, so Poof Look, I'm is, giving you this number. Do not give it to Poof. Do but not what give if it to him? He needs me weird. to call him. Do not give it to him. Oh, also, he has a weird half ant face at the first episode of, uh, in episode Look, 127. It was cool. If he calls me, if he calls me on this cell phone, this I'm going to know it's face. you. Because the only person that I gave my cell phone number to was to you, Welfin. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to call Pito's cell phone, which, number one, Pito has a cell phone? <laughs> number two, they call her him? I don't know. I always think Pito is female-coded, but in all the summaries, it's male pronouns. I don't know. Pito, they're going to call Pito... While Pito is walking right in front of Gon. And here's the thing. For like 10 or more episodes, Pito has been healing Komugi in front of Gon. And we have periodically checked in on them. And Gon has been laser focused on Pito. Nothing gets past him. There's even an explicit section where Poof shows up. And is shocked at how perceptive Gon is. And then Pito tries to throw Gon off and is shocked at how perceptive he is. So in this sequence, while Gon is like right behind Pito, Pito's going to get a cell phone call and is going to answer the call. We're going to hear it vibrate, which everybody can hear a phone vibrate if they're near enough. So this is not covert in any way. Then Pito's going to answer the call. And then the narrator, who we generally hate, is going to check in from his uh, blessed absence in these episodes to tell us that Pito can hear well enough that they will be able to hear what is being said on this cell phone call. And I know from watching anime a lot and from watching this anime specifically that so will gone, (laughs) except... They decide that that's not true this time because Gon is not said to have heard it, nor does he react or in any way change his behavior because of what's said. So for some reason right now, just now, he can't hear this very loud phone call taking place in Pito's pocket that Pito can hear from like two feet in front of him. So the call is Poof changing his head to match Komugi's head and consequently his voice to match her voice, and saying that she is no longer held hostage. This is, of course, a lie, but the only thing that's stopping Poof from no longer going along along, along with Gon is that Komugi is hostage, and Poof prioritized Komugi's safety for the king uh, because he You're talking about Komugi. P2, not Poof. Uh, yeah, I'm getting them mixed up because they both start with P. So Poof is is pretending to be Komugi 
Pito is unable to do anything but go along with Gon because Komugi is held hostage. Poof is going to lie and say that Komugi is free by throwing his voice to sound like Komugi. This is the first time he's done that, but sure. And so Pito realizes that if she is indeed free, then that means that she uh, Pito is no longer held hostage by the fact that Komugi is hostage and can attack Gon. So it's very important that this happens. And I like that Pito now has decided that they don't have to go along with Gon and can fight him because that's dramatically interesting. But the cell phone thing is a dumb way to do it because it doesn't make sense. But that happens in episode 130. And then at the end of episode 130, they're going to arrive in the room where Kite is. And Gon is going to be like, here we are. This is what this has all been about. Now heal him. And Pito is going to be like, he's already dead. Everyone was aware of this. It's so obvious. Why have you not been able to figure this out this whole time? You've always been perceptive before now. And uh, and Gon doesn't know that for some reason. Uh, maybe he's in denial, but it, uh, it just doesn't work for me. I just don't like it. So yep. now he's Anyways. going to act as though this is news and move into episode 131. Okay. Episode 131, Anger X and X Light is about one thing and one thing only. The subtitle of this episode should be Curb Stamp Battle of the entire show. Um, yeah. Gone is going to use his life energy through his ability to um, to uh, power up. Um, one of his abilities is um, the, the ability to fo- focus his nin into parts of his body in order to get them to strike harder. Um, he instead focuses all nin that he will ever have somehow um, to advance his his whole body to its full maximum potential uh, where it would be at the max potential inside of his life. Um, we see gone grow into a full sized, super muscular man inside of this episode. Um, and then proceed to beat the Christ out of P2. Um, it is brutal. (laughs) Here's what I like about this. The fight while not much of a fight is good. Uh, there has been a buildup to the fight and the fight reflects that buildup in a way that is interesting and narratively satisfying. What I don't like <laughs> is the justification for this level of power. On the one hand, we saw in the uh, Phantom Troop arc that uh, our old friend Karapika was able to obtain an atypical amount of power that would allow him to match or exceed the strength of characters that were much stronger than him otherwise by giving up something. This is an established feature of this world's magic system, which is that you can essentially make a contract with yourself and give up something to attain greater power that has more specific use. So we've seen that with Karapika. Here, Gon is doing that to a greater extent. He has essentially lost the will to go on or do anything other than take revenge right now on this person. 
And because of that, he burns all of the Nen that he could have had in his life right now. Uh, that's cool. But the problem that I have with it is that we just watched Netero have a fight. And Netero should be stronger than Khan. Well, that's my fair, position. Okay, so to be fair, I do not think that P2 would be able to stand up in a windstorm against Netero. Um, no, but the Pita, king is, but is insanely more powerful. The Meruem is insanely more powerful than P2, and he was still not able to completely best um, uh, Netero. Like, Netero was getting in attacks and hits, and there were, you know, there were moments where he was taking damage inside of that fight. Um, P2 is, um, you know, hundreds of times weaker than Meruem. Um, so, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there that that it would have been another curb stop to battle, maybe more ex- more ridiculous than the one that Gon is about to give. I I agree. My problem isn't that Netero is stronger than Pito. My problem is that Pito explicitly says that Gon is now stronger than Meruem. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't, too much for me. Yeah, That's just, just it's. There's this thing in media called the suspension of disbelief, which is sometimes things that wouldn't necessarily happen do happen because it's dramatically interesting. And if you do something that is too out there, too sudden, too off the wall, whatever, you can destroy suspension of disbelief, which basically means that your audience is no longer able to go there with you and instead of being in the story they are now shaken out of it to think about how the story isn't following the rules and that was what i had with this and i i actually understand why people might not necessarily but for me it was a shark jump well the last thing that is going to happen is that killer was going to show up and be like hey don't do this. And Gon's going to be like, nah, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Murder it, punch. Kill was too late, by the way. Like, n- n- Pito's not dead by the time he shows up, but Pito is beaten. Yeah. Um, Gon is going to be just leveling punch after punch into P2 by the time that Kilo gets in. He's like, stop. And Gon's just like, I'm too busy crying. Um, and look how long my hair is. Um, anyways, that look takes Look how long us, my uh, hair is. Don't you see how sad I am? anyways stick with us after these credits we'll talk about what's coming on next time Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions with sound editing done by Rashad English he's our level 10 sound wizard level 10 that's a lot of new levels well he's been out in the waste grinding and killing low level monsters to level up that checks out our podcast is ad free and if you want to keep it that way too please consider supporting us on Patreon follow us on Twitter at B&S Get Jumped like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer get jumped or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash R slash get jumped. If you like the show, please like subscribe and leave a review reviews, help other listeners find our show. New episodes come out every week on your favorite podcast platform. And Hey, thanks for listening.
Next time on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, we're starting our new show, Kill La Kill Episode 1. Hey, look, can I interest you in some new fangled underwear? I promise that this underwear is not going to turn into a sentient being and then try to drink your blood and make you more powerful so that you can fight with scissors and go to a university that may or may not have people that are dressed in uniforms that make them more and more powerful. I am enjoying so much that Blake has no idea what I'm talking about. Ugh. Stick stick with I'm us for this so next episode. Concerned. <laughs> <laughs>